There's a lot to learn from owning a business with your spouse. Today, you'll hear from my partner in life and in business, Coach Jamal Powers. Hey, hey out there, it's Lauren Powers, business and marketing coach, sharing stories of bad entrepreneurs turned profitable business owners and how you can learn from our stories to help you grow in your own business. These are real stories, y'all, so it's gonna get real spicy. Pull up, let's get it. You are in for a treat today in the studio with me. I have somebody that I hold very close to my heart. He is a strength and conditioning coach. He is a business owner alongside with me. He's a family man, basketball aficionado. I also call him Zaddy as well. Okay. So welcome, Joe Jamal Powers. My baby daddy. I'm so glad you're here. Amazing. This is really cool. Thanks for coming to play. So, you know, we're talking about love, marriage, business ownership, all the things. A lot of people don't know that you and I have been thugging it out together for quite a while. Over 10 years. I know. Over 10 years. We kind of lose count after a while. But yes, during this time, we've owned businesses, closed them. We've had ideas. We've had all kinds of fun things. So now you own the gym. I do. I own a gym called uh, the Atlanta Performance Lab. How did you find yourself owning this gym? So, um, fitness is, that is not my mission. <laughs> like, to, to work out every day. I, like, I hate exercising. I hate doing all this stuff. But I do love to help people. I love watching people accomplish their goals and to get stronger and get faster. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the things that come with being a truly uh, fit person. So, um, I decided to become more educated. With my approach, um, I went back, got my CSCS, which is my Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist certification. Say it with your chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it took me a while to get that. It's a very difficult exam, but um, it is one that opened a lot of doors for me, allowed me to work with uh, pros and people who I never would have been in the same room with had I not accomplished this feat. So I'm just happy to uh, be there. And the rest is kind of uh, history, man. Like, I Got into training kids at an early mm-hmm. spot in my career. I noticed that I had a talent for it. Kids enjoyed being around me and, you know, got information from me. So I uh, just kind of kept building from there. He's so sweet because he what he's not telling y'all is that he found himself opening the, his, the gym because his wife quit. Oh, well, that part, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's major. Left me high and dry. I left him high and dry. So you want to tell us, you know, how that that transition kind of kind of happened and you stumbled into it? <laughs> so on my journey to get my CSCS, I stepped away from our old business. Did we mention the old business at all? Like the name or anything? No, just old gym. Okay. Yeah. Left the old gym. Uh, and I went away to the University of Georgia where I worked as a strength intern for the 2021 national championship, uh, national championship team. Go dogs! Uh, go dogs! Uh, I was very proud moment. All those guys that are being drafted now, I've had an opportunity to work with them, meet them, and more importantly, it allowed me to take a look at how a strength facility and how a gym was supposed to run, as far as the logistics, timing, moving people through, different things we need to cover as you're in the gym. So, uh, when I came back to our old facility, I noticed that we were just doing things terribly wrong. So my idea, my my mindset was to come back in, old gym, new mindset, rip out all the old stuff, put new systems in, fix everything up, and uh, keep it moving. And Lauren says, "Yeah, I quit. I quit. So we're gonna close. <laughs> we're gonna close the spot." And I was just like, "Okay, so what do I do now? Because I've <laughs> gone back. I've gotten this certification. It took me forever to get. I have all this information and all these." 
uh, ideas that I want to put to use and there's just no way for me to put them in place. So, uh, as a compromise, I guess. Uh, we Support. And, yeah, to, I mean, but, you know, because honestly, like, I didn't really need a, an actual brick and mortar. I wanted to work with people. I knew that. Um, it just so happens that we were blessed enough to be in a financial situation to step away from the old spot and get into a, a newer space with uh, new ideas and it's been a it's been fantastic ever since it's been been fantastic yeah and I, I love that you brought that up like how basically we support each other because that gym the first one we had we had forever we had it for 10 years you know it was just part of our routine that going in every day and doing doing what we do and when it covid everything slowed down and i finally had that release to step away you know how much anxiety i felt when you was like bitch no i'm gonna do it now right. and well he didn't say right. that that way <laughs> but i'm like oh my god like we struggled for so long and I was appreciative that you decided, hey, I will water this seed and I will make it grow. And you've always supported me through all the ideas that we've had. This is one of many one now. Of many. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> this is one that most people know about. But there's been a, like a lot of different ideas. And I think in marriage, I don't think people understand how important it is to be seen and to be heard. Like you always take my ideas and my dreams very seriously. Um, and in turn, I'm doing the same for you. Absolutely. You know, now that we're in this this other baby, our last our last gym now. So now you've had Atlanta Performance Lab. We made it a year. We did. Um, and I almost got the gym shut down, y'all, because <laughs> several times. Because <laughs> I was still trying to help, knowing good and well, I need to step away. So now, where are we? Okay, so um, to say the least, Atlanta Performance Lab, while it came out of a place of like truly genuine, just compassion for our community and wanting to make sure that we provided a service that was something that people would talk about and bring more and more people into the gym. Uh, financially, we just weren't very smart with how we did it. We brought a lot, a lot of our old ways of thinking into Atlanta Performance Lab, and it kind of slowed down our growth tremendously mm-hmm. in the very beginning because we were trying to hold on to old systems and pay our coaches more than the gym was making and All that. you know letting people come in and work out with me for you know $25 an hour, and it was just they were all just really bad ideas, hindsight. So um, I had to hire a business coach. Uh, my wife, who's probably is, is the best business coach on this planet. We can't work together when <laughs> no. it comes to certain stuff. So uh, we, we butted heads. Uh, we had a difference of opinion. I felt like, you know, Atlanta Performance Lab could be great. She was like, oh, your, sa- your staff sucks. They're, you know, they, no, they, y'all they're not don't. doing <laughs> this. Not doing that. So, and I found myself defending the gym more than I did actually working to build it and to, you know, help it to grow. So uh, getting that business coach in place, he helped me to see uh, my business from a different side, Uh, one where we could actually put systems in place that would allow me to work more on the gym than in it. And that was pretty much the Mm -hmm. idea of, like, getting away from trading my time for money Mm -hmm. and putting more of myself into places that will help to uh, make the gym grow. So that's where we are now. Yeah. So now we went from... Barely making ends meet to dup- what double? Yeah, Doubling like it's, our, so. Basically, as soon as you fully engaged in a way that worked for you, and I want to, yeah. I want to make sure I underscore that because there's so many different paths to Absolutely. running your ship, right? Um, and you and I are very, very different. We have different leadership styles. We have right. different communication styles. Um, I tend to be the more like yell to get things done, <laughs> and you're, you know, you're you're more let's think about let's, it. Talk, let's talk, you know. Let's... Um, and I, and I think, like, knowing that there are so many ways to success 
And I in no way was prepared to take APL to the next level right. because I hadn't even got through gotten through the PTSD of my foot failed business and my old ways of thinking. So it's far be it for me to think I can just switch on like that to become, you know, chief marketer of this and best coach at this. Like all of that is a, a muscle that you really have to work. So now that you you've been working with the coach, you have more than double the income month over month, right. you know, you're right. you're you're crushing it. Let's get it. So like how long we finna do this? Oh man, <laughs> uh not very long. <laughs> you know, um it's it's been fun watching the gym turn around. It's been fun watching the growth. It's been fun watching the community re-engage. Mm -hmm. Like, all the beautiful things that come with being an entrepreneur, all those things have been great. Mm -hmm. um, I just want my—I want some free time. I kind of want to— Yeah, I want to make sure that I spend more of it with my kids. They're getting older. Um, they're getting— more and more fun to be around. They're picking up sports now, so I have to be able to they sure are. impart some of this wisdom that I've learned over the years to them to make sure that they're successful. So mm -hmm. um, I'm looking at an exit strategy. Like, we'll we'll talk about that more. I, I want to get there. I want us to, you know, I really want to try and put this thing on the road because I feel like what we have now is something that can be repackaged and, yeah. you know, put in different places so and what you're not sharing is how i know you definitely want to like you're talking about repackaging and, and you're not talking about franchising necessarily no. but you're talking about up leveling the mindset and the skill set especially in minority business owners right, right? because this yes. is is very yes. rough like Absolutely. gym ownership is not glitzy it's not professional so to speak and there is definitely a very rugged mindset that goes along with that so like what's your goal in terms of like working possibly with other coaches just to kind of, uh, you know, the mistakes that we made, man, like for most people, you know, if you're not a of a strong mindset and of a strong spirit and, you know, thought process that this thing's going to work out, like manifesting like that positive, mm -hmm. uh, you know, existence in your community and making sure that happens. Um, you know, I just want people to kind of slow down, man. And what you don't know, you really just don't know. Mm -hmm. There's no point in wasting money to try and figure it out. Get some help get the coaching in, like bring somebody like me in who's kind of made a lot of the mistakes that you're going to make in the beginning. Let's slow it down. Let's talk about what your vision is. Like I, I found out that if we niche things out and make them more specific to our clients and to our community, that's the easiest way to, the easiest route to go. Before Absolutely. we offered Every fucking everything. Thing. Everything. I mean, fucking uh, prenatal <laughs> yoga to... <laughs> Uh, was it hula hoop class, like all kinds of shit. So all kinds of it. And these are things that, you know, while they do have a place in fitness and exercise, um, specifically for me and my clientele, my avatar, I'm looking at athletes. I look at people who are losing weight. People want to gain weight. I use predictable systems that allow you to have those results that you're looking for. So yeah, um, that's what I want to teach other gym owners and other coaches out there. Uh, stop trying to do everything all at once. Find out what you're really good at. Yeah. Do that. And be really, really good at it. And that's when you could tap me back into play. Absolutely. When we get the Black Coaches Federation actually oh, going. That'd be dope. Then I that's can, you know, yeah, that's going to be like, you know, that's how we retire, you know, with that, with working with other coaches. So I'm wondering for you, then versus now. So there was a part where a time where you were kind of just coaching in, in our old gym and not so much as part of the business. Right. Now you're coaching. You run the business. It's everything. 
what what do you know now as an entrepreneur versus then? Because it's like you were kind of thrown to the wolves because I said I quit. Man. So now uh, what do you know that you didn't know before? This shit is hard. <laughs> it's super hard. It's so hard. It's extremely <laughs> difficult. Um, it's fun though. It's, I, it's, it's a hot it's mess. Fun. It's, it's fun. fun. I, 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 like, if you want to be an entrepreneur, um, I definitely say go after it. You know, live your dream. Uh, put your best foot forward. Just know that it's extremely hard work. Saying you're an entrepreneur sounds great, but like getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning to have consults with coaches who don't quite understand your business concepts or your ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, checking in to make sure these systems you put in place that people are actually adhering to them and making sure those things. Because if something breaks in the system, the whole thing falls apart. So it's, it's kind of like you're responsible now for not just making sure people get a kick-ass workout, but you want to make sure that your coaches are honoring their deliverables, fulfilling on their promises mm -hmm. to get this person to the next level. So um, it's been difficult, but praise be to Jesus praise <laughs> that, um, that everything's working the way it should and you know it takes a little persistence and time but I think with it uh, it'll work out so you did the persistence I right. mean if you want to like be more specific about what makes it hard like I right. would think that that persistence yeah. is almost like raising children like <laughs> how many times do you have to eat <laughs> and did you brush your teeth did you you know did you flush right. your toilet did you it's, it really, literally is not to say that our team members are babies yeah. by any means but even with the clients but the gym itself is my baby it's my baby yes. it is something that I, I hold very closely like when things don't go well with it it upsets me I take it home and I know I shouldn't but um, I kind of lean back on those UGA days when I was there having to get up and you know at you know four o'clock in the morning to Drive be to in Athens, Athens uh, by six a.m. for you know six thirty workouts. I'm there all day long. Leave, come back home to a gym. I'm coaching in the gym, and it's like that for you know three or four days out the week. So that type of discipline, um, I think, kind of came from going through that hardship at mm -hmm. UGA and, and understanding what the type of or the level of commitment I had to have uh, to my staff, to my business, to my work. And mm -hmm. so um, that's just kind of what I lean on now. Talk to me about like niching. Cause mm. you know, I was really excited when we went from this like, poof, like this, you yeah. know, this huge uh, empire of like this assortment of fitness, right? Hence that was even like the name of our gym. We had everything, right? Right. To now something is very, very narrow and very granular and doesn't take many people right. as members in order to be, you know, successful mm. to make the multi six figures or whatever. So, what what is the niche now? You know what I mean, and how important do you feel like niching really, really is for for gym business specifically? Uh, like you said, I mean, in the past, our, our mindset was to give people so much mm -hmm. that they would never want to leave. Like you give them everything they could possibly think of under one fitness roof, and it's like, okay, well, all your needs are met here. Yeah. And never once did I do I think you know as a bad entrepreneur at the time did I do I think that we ever consider the needs of the client, like making sure that, um, you know, if they came in for weight loss, like why are we putting them in, you know, a heavy weight barbell class? Like, let's let's talk about what it takes for us to lose weight. Mm -hmm. um, what's that formula look like? Like, so once we understood what those formulas were, what people were specifically looking for, uh, removing a lot of the fluff and the clutter was easy, mm -hmm. right? Um, and getting straight into the specifics of what their goals were. Um, you have a happier client, um, because you have a client that's getting results. You have a happier coach because they don't have to offer a bunch of different things to make them happier. Um, if you think about just being a business owner in general, if you're trying to own a business and, you know, build planes and, you know, fitness equipment, <laughs> and, you know, fly around the world, like there's, there's just no way you could possibly do all that stuff. So once you understand as a business owner, like 
once you realize you are a great coach and helping people to see their ideas, mm-hmm. it's easy to help people then, right? Yeah. When you know what you're really, really good at. Uh, when you don't know what you're good at, when you don't know what the client's looking for, when you don't know specifically what you can offer that will help them get there, then um, it kind of makes your job more difficult. So, so knowing what you're good at. Right. So these are rules that are applicable to marriage as well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm going to touch on that for a second. When it comes to like just kind of that knowing what you're good at and being in the right seat of the car, is it hard to ask for help or to admit when there's just some shit that you just can't do asking for a friend? Man, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a man, man. Yeah, of course it's hard to ask for help. Of course it is. That's a, but I, it's not hard for me at all. I'm happy to offload. Okay. I'm happy. Come on. No. That's not true. Something that I know that you don't do well, like, or that I do better, like email marketing or something like that. Right. Right. But like, you know, it may be some type of deadlift form. No, I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But knowing the seat in the car, how important is that both in marriage and in business for you? It saves on a lot of, uh, I, you know, if the divorce rates are high, like they, <laughs> they'll definitely go down. Like <laughs> people, people will be a lot happier. I, I think that just staying in your lane. Uh, I think who said it? Uh, it was um, Bill Belichick for the New England Patriots. He said, if everybody does a job, we're going to be successful. Just do your job. Do your fucking job. If you know what you're supposed to do, do that. Be really good at it. Don't come over here trying to help me mm-hmm. program do 16 weeks of strength and conditioning for an NFL football team. Let me do that. Let me coach them. Let me engage them. Let me you know, inspire them and motivate them. You help me get my message out across the, you know, across, across our different social platforms. Mm-hmm. Once you know where you're supposed to be and you walk that lane, I think that, and you just stay in that lane, I think everything else will be fine. What's your least favorite part about working with me? When I forget to do something. <laughs> oh, and I never even call you out for not doing it. And as soon as I forget it, I'm like, damn, man, I should have done that shit, man. Because like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, she's going to ask me a question. And I'm going to say, oh, man, my bad, my fault. So, yeah, it's. I try my best, so I'm terrible at keeping a calendar. Like I'm, I'm legit oh, like the new y'all. 2023 uh, Generation X baby boomer <laughs> slash Generation VZ dude or whatever. Like I'm, I'm all over. So the Google place. calendar is not his. Yeah, go-to. it's not my thing. <laughs> I Drives would, me if nuts. Walk to me in the hallway and say, "Hey Jamal, I want to work out at one o'clock." Bet I got you. Mind you, will, we have a trip planned to yeah. Paris at one o'clock, but he over here have to be at the airport by twelve thirty. <laughs> I will still try and find a way to train you and still get to the airport. And that is probably one of my biggest flaws even to this day. Just not sticking to my calendar and adhering to it because it always gets me in trouble. Um, not just at home, but with overbooking with clients. Mm-hmm. And it, it affects the flow of the business. So um, I just got to do a better job of that. So I'll say as an observer, you know, as you just blossom from this bad entrepreneur into a founder business owner, I'll say I, I notice in you when you're like, Man, I know I didn't do something, and I, I don't say any. I don't say anything, you right? Know. But you self-correct but you, all the time now. But you also look at me very judgmentally. Me? You cut your eyes. Never. It's always with love and an eye wink. Right? Do you remember when I it was uh, a <laughs> somebody? I was like a uh, It was one of my clients that were coming up, and I said, "Oh, I just realized I have a one o'clock." You're like, mm, "Okay." Yeah. I, and I oh, knew, because I, I know you're double yeah, booked or triple you know, booked. I'm, I'm, tr- yes. I'm quadruple yeah. booked at this yeah. point now. So it's but, things like that. But, but as I'm a result, yeah, as I was say, the whole point is getting better. You you gut check yourself five times more than I will all throughout the day. And I think that conviction that we feel as a right. business owner to do well for our family, 
Like, you know, yeah, we want to do well for the our clients and stuff, but we have a certain um, obligation to each other to always go out and, as I say, play good baseball. Right. Or, you know, check all the boxes and do what we're supposed to do for each other. And I know for a long time, I wasn't doing that at the house. Mm-hmm. I jokingly said on another episode that I used to come in in the mornings, like, on a war path. But you never experienced that with me, did you? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'm much better now. Because I had to... I, this morning? <laughs> You mean you talking about from this morning? Because they weren't the kids weren't dressed in the right uniform. Another episode, y'all. Okay. <laughs> Another episode. But there is like there's balance though, don't you think? Between like just business and marriage, and I feel like we're still trying to find the balance, like of date night, and you know our kids have activities. Now that the, the tables are turned, Jamal, right. and you are primarily at the gym way more than I am or ever will be. I just go to work out. Right. How do you feel now? Sometimes I know sometimes you can't be at every practice and you can't be at everything. Like what's that balance like for you now? It's hard man um my kids are my life man my, my family is my life man you guys are like everything so I always want to make sure that I'm available and that's why I feel like the more and more I work towards improving these systems that we put in improving like how we mm-hmm. handle business it will allow me to step away from the gym because like now I'm able to put people in place to do a job specifically that yep. they know how to do that they're comfortable with that the clients are comfortable with so um just creating those systems are allowing me more freedom to, you know, make more time. for them. Absolutely. Like, if, yeah. we, if it's time for spring break or vacation, it's like we have this team that knows the method, that knows the way. And that's like truly it's going to be a business that can literally stand on its own. Stand on its own. And that is just the, the dream, like literally as an entrepreneur. So um, I want to ask you some more questions. Okay. So tell me this. At this juncture, do you think you're an entrepreneur or do you think you're a business owner? Uh... And is there a difference for you? Yeah, can you can you run it down? So on this here platform, I've been kind of talking about entrepreneurs that are kind of still part of that hustle hustle culture, okay. where it's like you know you just working 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 just to pay the rent, pay the bills, pay the money, and you, there's no way out of it. You know, whereas business owner founders, you know, you're dialed into your numbers. You really are systematizing. Right. You're running teams, maybe still working in the business a little bit, but you're at least you're thinking right. about getting out of that. Like, I know you're still fairly new with the gym by itself. So where where are you now mentally with this this path? I'm still kind of on both sides because there's still mistakes that I still make. Um, and I'm going to say this, this one little nugget, not to get off track, but... Sure. I think that any good entrepreneur, man, um, needs to know that the amount of time and effort it takes to to build something like that, it's a it's a real thing. It's a like thing. It's, it's like a it's a real thing. You gotta love it. Kind of work on sometimes and step away from it and come back to it. Like it legit is a Monday through Sunday type of deal. Mm-hmm. And I find myself a lot of times still not really understanding like what, what my true worth is as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and understanding where my value is as a person who services the community. Like I still find myself trading my time sometimes for money. Yeah. And that is when I say to myself like, okay, well, I'm kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm preaching a bunch of systems, but then sometimes I'll take the liberties of breaking those systems just to make <laughs> and sure. And it never works. <laughs> and it never, it never, never fucking works. Right. So, um, I think just understanding your worth, man, and knowing that, you know, when you put these things in place, like, just trust them. And I think that that is what has allowed me to step more onto the ownership side of it 
but I still struggle from time to time with, you know, oh, yeah. grinding and working as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. No, yeah. a thousand percent. I'm so glad that you shared that. And even with like, as we're talking about grow- growing and scaling and things like that, would you ever partner with a friend or a family member again? Emphatically, no. <gasps> you wouldn't open another business with me? Man, no, nah, we're good. <laughs> we're cool. <laughs> this is it? We're cool. This, we got you know, business. We, we do. We're good. <laughs> I, I have been quit by my own spouse, y'all. Can't open no more businesses. <laughs> okay, so we're about to wrap up. And, you know, you're going to be on here many, many more times. So, yeah. you know, we're just kind of scratching the surface. So I have some rapid-fire questions I'm going to ask you, sir. Okay. And I just need you to give me the very first answer, all right? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Quit your job or own a business? What? <laughs> quit your job or own a business? Oh, man. Uh... Next. <laughs> Fried chicken or grilled chicken? Grill. Basketball or football? Basketball. Entrepreneurship or business ownership? Business ownership. Atlanta or Decatur? Decatur. Hawks or the Falcons? <sighs> Falcons. Ma- mommy or the boys? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mommy or the boys? Mommy. Oh, mommy always wins. And last one, do you recommend quit your job or own a business? Is it an easy I, answer? You no. Know, so here's the thing. If you are not concerned about where your next paycheck is going to come from and you're cool with like gambling on yourself and betting on yourself, then I definitely say go be an entrepreneur. But if you are not willing to work and grind every day, I would not quit that job. Keep those benefits. Stay in there. Figure out how you can help improve that place. Figure out how you can impart some wisdom there. Maybe you'll find your niche in that section and maybe be able to step away. But now, if you got a good paying job, <laughs> keep that good paying job <laughs> all day. And then most, most importantly, too, if I don't, if you don't mind me saying, I think having a partner that supports you. Absolutely. There are so many ventures, both you and me, that it allowed us to step away from that corporate job in order, and then we just ran the businesses, or we bet on ourselves, or we were dreamers or wishers. And you've allowed me to do that at least two or three times that I can think of. Because even now with our home, all the income that comes in is because we've earned, it's our businesses, right? right? Uh, from the larger to the even the smaller businesses. So, you know, I appreciate you for always letting me bet on myself. Thank you. And while people probably was like, damn, she opened up another business. You never was talking shit about me, right? No comment. Oh, my God. <laughs> Any last uh, pearls of wisdom that you want to give out there to, um, you know, somebody that is just making their way or or kind of planting their feet in their business? Any little any little nugget you want to leave us with? Um, Take your time and figure out exactly what it is that you want to do. Like, and understand that, like, really, truly, truly understand what it takes to deliver that message to the masses of people. Um, I think I've heard you say a million times before, if it doesn't make profit, it doesn't make sense. Show so, um, figure out what you're doing, man, because the one thing you don't want to do is just be caught in this hamster wheel effect of like mm-hmm. just always constantly trading your time for your money and never really being able to enjoy the uh, benefit of, you know, owning a successful business. Spoken like a true boss. Hey. I love to see it. Look at admiring my work. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, y'all, uh, thank you, uh, Coach Jamal Powers. Make sure you look out for him on Instagram at Coach Jamal Powers and on the website, AtlantaPerformanceLab.com. Thanks, Daddy. Yeah, thank you, baby. <laughs> the Bad Entrepreneur Podcast. Podcast. All, we can't run from my past. Talk about it. Bad Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's talk about it. The Bad Entrepreneur